0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Pals. Pull up a seat, grab a drink. Let's talk some fantasy football. Your host, Drew Gittins, Matt Bolden. Yours truly, Michael Chauvey, Matt and Nick on another bye this week. mean Marty. What'd I say? Marty and Nick. what I say? Marty's not even
1: on a bye. He's just mourning for all the friends of the Minnesota (laughs) just He decided not to be here.
0: What did I say? He said...
2: you said Matt and Nick on a bye. Oh, uh, you know I what? I'm here.
0: I'm just so used to it. That's what it was.
2: <laughs> I mean, Marty is on an extended buy of sorts, um, in that he will not be participating in our fantasy football playoffs, a- uh, this year Oh, for our dynasty league. He was so upset. He decided he could not podcast.
1: So we shall I, uh, roast him the entire pod.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Playoff week, fantasy football, and we will get into it. Uh, got a great episode for you guys, uh, Coming. Arthur, thanks for the sub real quick. Appreciate you. Real quick, Arthur, our apologies. Marty told you to start Scary Terry this week. That's on him, and I can't do anything about that. Um, so, uh,
1: Yeah, he did. So, editor does he does not, not have time to mediate
2: that decision. And unfortunately, he's not here to defend himself. Please so do that- not hold that against us.
0: Our condolences. It, I really hope it didn't affect you, uh, but if it did, blame Marty because that's that's solely on him. Um, DM
2: him specifically and yell at him about.
0: He that lost, start okay. of the week.
2: M
1: Kepler seventy. The are, are, <laughs> for reference. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay, he, it wouldn't have matter. He lost by fifty. Tough loss, but I'm <laughs> Sorry, glad. It, I'm wow. glad. It, glad it didn't matter. Uh, <laughs> cool, Marcus. Welcome to welcome to the chat, bud.
1: Welcome to the playoffs, game. Marcus, you prick.
0: <laughs> great, great show we got playing <laughs> up for you. Um, and usually we kick it off to Marty with the news. Um, but instead, he's gone. I'm going to pinch it. Michael with the news. Before I get into the news, this is a safe sp- safe space for everyone who did not make the fantasy football playoffs. I'm here for you. The pals are here for you. Vent, Get it all out in the chat, whatever you want. Just, yeah. just let us know how you're feeling. You know, and I,
2: I know this This is for me and Matt, there, there are certain times in life where you can't un- fully understand and grasp what people are going through. Um, and I know as back-to-back uh, playoff participants, uh, Matt and I, we can't always, or well, I guess Matt specifically and me too the yeah. last three years. Yeah, we you, can't you, got, always... you, got, you got smoked last year, my son. Okay, listen, we can't always fully grasp and understand what everyone's going through, but we promise to be uh, sympathetic.
0: Yeah. I mean, I scored the, I scored the third highest points in our league and I missed the playoffs this year. Last year, I scored the second highest points in our league and I again missed the playoffs. So, you know, it happens. It's, that's, it's, there's a, there's a little bit of luck factor, a little bit of, you know, just, you can't, you can't predict stuff like that. You know, it's tough. My dad,
2: my dad's league right now that I'm helping manage has, he has the third lowest points in the whole league. Uh, and he's the number one overall seed, uh, currently. And, uh, is headed toward uh toward championships. So, it's a fickle, it's a fickle game. It it's is. a cruel yep. mistress. It is. But Michael, hit the news.
1: What do you got for us?
0: Michael with the news. Dun dun dun. All right. Uh, biggest news. Uh, Jalen Hurts takes over for Carson Wentz. Oh wait, only fantasy relevant players. Not news at all. <laughs> Who cares about the Philadelphia Eagles? Not me. What's next? Pete Carroll has come out and said that he wants to return to his run-first offense and that Chris Carson is fully healthy, ready to take on that role. I think that's pretty significant, honestly. Drew and I were talking about, before the stream started, um, that DK Metcalf is the uh, leading the league in rece- receiving yards. And I wonder um, if maybe this has some implications on how they use him in the playoffs, which would really, really stink. Uh, cause I assume that a lot of people have DK Metcalf on their, their playoff teams. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, but hey,
1: okay, I would say he's, just, he's, just, he's, just, he's never, he's an every game start. Of course. Regardless. Of course. Certainly.
0: I just think, you know, you, you want those 20, 20 plus point games. And, uh, and if they do return, I mean, Pete Carroll, that's, I think a lot of people, why, you know, let Russ cook, let Russ cook look good for the first half of the season. Last couple of weeks, has been really, really, really bad actually. Um, so, I don't know. It, it'd be interesting to see maybe if they go back to a change of philosophy to get Russ grounded again. And if that happens, it could really suffer in the playoffs. So, something to keep an eye it's, on. It's,
2: it's really crazy because
0: they've had such a high pass
2: volume. Um, between the two big wide receivers on that team, DK Metcalf has 98 targets and Tyler Lockett has 101 targets. Um, so, it's really interesting to, to see, like Michael was saying, what will happen if they decide to take that volume down a peg.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Who gets Who gets – the Rock when, where that's distributed. Yeah, yeah
1: no, I, I I agree. It's inter- It'll be interesting to see because I know, I mean, at the, by the end of last year, DK Metcalf was fully emerging and going into – and Pedro Lockett was – I mean, he had a bad bone bruise at a time. The guy that I thought hindered him past, that was fantastic. I mean, at the very least, I think one of them will be fantastic. We'll just have to wait and see who it who yeah. is.
0: But I think in the meantime, Chris Carson, if you, you know, if you were able to make the playoffs with him on your roster – um, I think, I think you fire him up. He's, I think he's an excellent flex play, uh, going into these playoffs, especially, I think they get the Jets this week. So I think that's
2: yeah, very, helpful. very nice
0: play. I should be, uh, a walking 20 as some might say.
2: <laughs> Jets, uh, football team and Rams yeah. for his
0: playoff matchups. Excellent. Excellent. Except for the Rams, of course, at the end, but, um, yeah. Hey, if you make it to the championship, you know. Thrown on a prayer anyways. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think that was pretty much it for the news. I don't know if you guys got anything. I got some entries to run through. Um, the,
1: the return.
0: Oh, the return of the, the glass man. The return of the glass man. CM- CMC, Shady's back. Yes. How could I forget? And I am excited about it. Yeah. I, I'm I just, don't know. Yo, go good. Go ahead. Well, I'd just be curious to see, like, how, CMC, how many how, – what percent owned he is uh, on playoff teams. Like, if people were able to limp their way to the playoffs after taking him 1-1, you know?
1: Yeah, I would love to know. That's a very good question. And I was fortunate enough, but I'm gonna. But this is a dynasty league. Yeah. Where I, I over-indexed a bit of talent at the running back, and I found a way through it. But in a regular redraft, whew, I'd, lo- I'd love to know.
0: Well, if yeah, if the CMC owner handcuffed him with Mike Davis, then there's a prob- There's a good chance, you know.
2: You oh that. yeah, yeah. Yep. You had Mike Davis. You probably, you, you probably. I mean, it wasn't as pretty, but you get, you probably found a way. Mm-hmm. I did that in my other league. Um, one of my other leagues, I, I got the Mike Davis handcuff with the CMC, and I'm bringing CMC back for the playoffs, and I'm, I couldn't be more excited. All
0: right. Uh, the other, uh, sorry, Drew, bye.
2: No, the, the other two things. You, you might get to these and in injuries. Uh, Drew Brees might be coming back, um, and the uh, word, word on the street is that Joe Mixon is not affirmatively shut down for the entire season. Uh, there's some rumblings that they might bring him uh, back before the end of the season. If he's a hundred percent. So I did not have those. Do it if I was done, oh. but yeah. yeah. So breeze probably week 15 is look, is looking like right now. I can't imagine he gets back out there um, this week. Uh, but Mixon, uh is really interesting um, because I, I still am kind of in the camp where I just don't expect to see him again this year. If you are a Mixon owner and you kept him on your bench in the IR spot or whatever, um, I mean, you kind of hope and pray maybe, but in the, in the meantime, I just, I, I don't see him coming back. There's no reason for them to bring him back, especially after all this money invested. But if for whatever reason they do, uh, he could be a fine, interesting flex play, or uh, maybe even a running back too. Cause I have to imagine he will get volume because there's really not that many other options on that team.
0: Yeah. You would think the volume will, they be there. It's just whether the scoring opportunities, yep. you know, is, is, is Drew sample their quarterback or now? is that right?
1: Ryan Finley? Oh, is it Ryan That's it. Ryan Finley? That's it. Okay. I, think I could be wrong. I don't even know, actually. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's Ryan
0: Finley. I honestly have not tuned into anything the Bengals-wise. I just – to me, that is not fantasy – Brandon Allen, uh, Arthur says. So, yeah, I don't know. Yikes. Like I said, fan- not fantasy relevant. I, I live in Cincinnati a couple of years, and I do not care about that team at all. Um, <laughs> awful, Awful team, honestly. Awful fans, too. Gosh. Cincinnati has the, some worst, of the worst.
1: Some of the worst.
0: No, the worst them. sports fans in the entire country by far. Awful, awful. But I digress. On to the injuries. Antonio Gibson has turf toe. Will be out. I had turf toe myself. Tough injury to come back from. Tough. Very tough. Uh, yeah, I, I, he'll be out this week. I I am gonna go and put my put my neck on the line there and say he's gonna be out this week. Um, Josh Jacobs has yet to log a full practice and that wouldn't be news because he's been doing that all year, but he missed last week. Um, I don't know, man. Josh Jacobs just seems like he's made a glass this year. Uh, has not not been able to stay healthy? So we'll see. I, I, I have no confidence. I, I, I would expect that people aren't, don't have him on their playoff teams anyways. Um, and then last bit of news, DJ Moore on the COVID list. Thought I'd throw, throw that in there because... We haven't talked about him,
2: so. A couple other, uh, just looking up and down, like at least the running backs, uh, Zeke is questionable right now, um, and Todd Gurley uh, continues to struggle with that knee injury as well, so we'll see what uh, what that looks like.
0: Yes. Uh, I think all those players, though, play on Sunday, so just keep an eye on Saturday injury reports, and we'll get into it. All right, Matt. uh... I think before, we'll, we'll kick it off to, the, to some of our sponsors sponsoring this, this week's show. Uh, Drew, do you have a word from our sponsors?
2: Yeah, I have a couple words from our sponsors. Uh, we have a little bit of a theme this week. Let's see if you can pick up on it. Um, the first one is uh, is brought to us by Marty's Playoff Run. Uh, it's a lot like My Sex Life in that it doesn't exist. Um, it's brought also brought to you by uh, Austin Eckler. Uh, it's a lot like Marty's Dynasty team in that it was hurt most of the year and will probably be irrelevant come the playoffs um there's another one here that's uh, brought to you by the myth of icarus uh, the myth of icarus follows a young man that builds himself something amazing uh that's ultimately destroyed by his own cocky attitude um and i wonder if there are any lessons marty could take away from that uh thank you guys back to our back too to our close, close to the sun he was too close to the sun <sighs> <sighs> yeah
1: too close. thank you drew was, yes. thank you to our sponsors yes it's thank really, you they're great you people know, over we, there at, we do
2: appreciate them they're great people over there at marty's fantasy dynasty team <laughs>
0: Yes. Uh, again, we're at Fantasy Football Pals live here every Wednesday on Twitch, Twitch.tv/backslash Fantasy Football Pals. Also on Instagram at Pals Fantasy Football. Did not do a good job last week plugging, so need to make sure we're up on top there. Um, Matt, why don't we kick it off to the naughty nice list? I think we're gonna do uh, pretty quick here because uh, we got some stuff we want to talk about playoffs. So Matt, go ahead, take it away. Nice. Are list. you
1: covering? Are you covering the uh,
0: naughty list? I'm gonna do the naughty list. Yep. Pinch hitting.
1: Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll start it off. We'll start off at number three on the magic list. A newcomer, a first-timer, David Montgomery, running back Chicago Bears. Great week last week, 17 rushes, 72 yards, two touchdowns for 27.2, 27.1 fantasy points, tack out another four receptions and 39 yards. um You know, just exciting. I mean, I, I feel like I've been off the David Montgomery train for – pretty much the entire year. And he's really strung together two nice games. Now last week, week prior, he was a 23 point 25.3. And realistically, this is a guy you want going into your playoff run, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville. I mean, those aren't, those are, those are not defenses scaring me. And it seems like the Chicago bears are going to be very run centric in these games. So I'm, I'm plugging and playing David Montgomery as a flex go forward. for Absolutely. Great week for him. Um, this next player should probably be number one, but I'm saving a moment for number one. So, number two on the magic list, Darren Walrus, Waller, the baller. My gosh. Just a gaudy 13 receptions for 200 yards, two touchdowns for 45 fantasy. One of the, I, I believe, that I believe I read this was like a top five tight end week ever yep. in the history of fantasy. I mean, this is... I'm I'm so happy for him because he's a feel-good... I mean, he's just a feel-good story of a person. But he's a fantastic player, an electric athlete. ESPN should probably make him a wide receiver at this point. I don't know. I'm here for it. It was electric. I probably would not start him for two more weeks because he put <laughs> about three weeks of production into one week, and he's probably going to get know He's probably going to go over. So start him at your own risk, but dang it, he was a absolute star, and he probably, he won people, I mean, you talk about a player that probably indexed you to index teams that wins this week. Yikes. This is probably the one. I mean, Drew, has is, is Kelsey gotten close to 45? Uh, No, he just puts up 25 a week. Okay. So, he I mean, this is the, this is the true outlier. Subtle flex. Subtle true flex. True outlier week. <laughs> yeah. Happy that I got to watch it happen and benefit from it.
2: Yeah, but then, he's just – Kelsey's just number three in receiving yards. That's all. Yeah, that's all. That's, 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 that's all. That's, that's it. That
1: seems that seems sustainable. Yeah, no, I mean, it is, but yeah. Tight end. Tight end won by probably a country mile because 45 yeah. points did not seem to budget. Hey, tight end two. Great player. Looking forward to seeing what else he can do for your fantasy team and hopefully for your fantasy playoffs. Finally, drum roll please, boys. Number that's the best one. Drum roll I have. At on Matt's magic list, Baker, a gold quarterback, Cleveland Browns, absolutely put a whooping on the Tennessee Titans. 334 passing yards, four touchdowns, for 29 fantasy points. And He also had four rushes for five yards. So hey, that's a nice point oh five for you. That'll get that'll, that'll get you there in some of those leagues, but. Absolutely electric performance. I think all of this happened in the first half, if I recall. It I did. Was,
2: I was, that, that is correct, yes. I
1: was unfortunately setting up my girlfriend's treadmill for <laughs> the first quarter of this offensive explosion. You mean doing research for this segment? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I came back, I got caught up, and friends, it was beautiful. It was almost everything I've ever dreamed of. It brought a tear to my eye. It brought a tear to my father's eye. It brought a tear to Michael's eye. And dang it, people... I'm ready to crown him. Get the crown. Put it on his head. He's a top five dynasty asset. And a quarterback.
0: A quarterback. Quick, Matt. A quarterback. A quarterback.
1: (laughs) And dang it. Somebody
2: take this man's microphone. Take this
1: man's microphone away. What is it, Michael? What are the record? What's the record? The nine and three Cleveland Browns. Nine and three Cleveland Browns. It was electric. I loved it. And he's number one on the magic list because it was everything I've ever dreamed of. Even though he's probably sitting on everybody's waiver wire. So if your waiver wire is still open, it's time.
2: in. As Looks the good. resident wet blanket of this group, I cannot allow you to tell the good listeners of this podcast that he is a top five dynasty quarterback. Hey,
0: hey, I think this there's a, a case. speculation
1: Wednesday here, people. I think there's and a I'm case, and I'm
0: going for it. In the off season, I'm excited. We're gonna have a whole episode around Baker. It's gonna be <sighs> fantastic.
2: I can't wait for that. I can't episode. wait
0: for it either. We're gonna come prepared. We're gonna argue. <laughs> It's going to be 21
1: fantastic. touchdowns on the year, seven interceptions. He's probably not a 3000 yards yet. Dang it, but the Browns are 9-3, and, and he looked like a superstar. Come on. Pick up the fifth-year option. Pick him up
0: off waivers. <laughs> and that's the magic list. And
2: then bench him for the playoffs.
0: Matt, that was, that was beautiful. No! That was beautiful. Um, all right, I'm going to pinch it for Nick here, the naughty list. And Nick does it better, but I will say these are some naughty boys. Naughty, naughty boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So the first one, first naughty boy is Justin Herbert. And although he put up respectable eight points, which I don't think was probably <laughs> the worst uh, quarterbacks. I think like Jared Goff put up like four like last week or something. Uh, so it's not actually the worst performance I've seen from a quarterback, but he affected uh, a lot of other players, Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. And because of that, he is a naughty boy. A lot of players suffered because of his poor performance. The Chargers got manhandled by the Patriots. Tough, tough scene. Tough scene. Like right we all expected. Tough scene for the rookie. Yeah. Um, you know, it 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 was bound to happen sometime. Uh, you know, rookie quarterback struggle, especially against the Bill Belichick defense. But tough, tough scene, especially you know make or break week for most people in the playoffs. So, second one: Scarns, Terrence, Terry McLaurin. Woo. I thought I really thought he was becoming one of those players. you just plug and play. Um, I don't know. To me, it kind of took a step back in my head. Uh, it's not, it's, you know, Alex Smith played well. They they won the game, but I think the Steelers defense they wanted to take him out of the game. They game scripted him out. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know. He,
2: they, let, they let Sims beat him, yeah. which was wild.
0: Yeah. That, I, I really, And I, uh,
2: Logan Thomas.
0: Yep. They, I think they made a business decision to, to let those two guys beat him, and they did. So shout out to the Washington football team. Um, but Scarens, Terrence, owners, tough scene. I'm sure a lot of people started him. It's tough. Um, and then lastly, Corey Davis. No. Who is that? Derrick Henry. Um, uh, Corey Davis, honorable uh, really yeah. mention. For the... Heck
1: of a game. He was yeah. he was an honor reminder for the for the yes. uh, magic
0: list. Yeah. uh yeah. No. Derrick Henry. is the main We don't talk about him anymore. Derrick Henry has projected like twenty points this week against a Browns defense who has given up a lot of points to the run. Um, and he looked he got embarrassed, fumbled the ball. That Browns defense, the front, I think stepped up a lot. Uh, they made him they made him look pretty bad, especially again as a guy you're going to have in your playoff run. And so if the team needed you to, you know, if you needed to win this week, those eight points aren't going to help you too much. So tough see.
1: Steel, curtain, Cleveland, Browns, <laughs> nine and three defense. Pick them up. Nine and three. <laughs> Stream them. All right. A streaming defense. Get them in there. Only, only three points. That's I the naughty three.
0: list. That's the naughty list. Did not do good, as good as Nick, but hey, it's not my bit, you know? But you know what is my bit? The money line. Michael's money line. Last week, we had two and one. Patriots won against the Los Angeles Chargers. I called it. Jaguars covered. Sent the Vikings into overtime. Covered plus ten. Easy cover. We lost the Niners bet. They got dominated by Josh Allen. Hey, can't win them all. Josh Allen looked good. Looked really good. Really, really
2: good. good.
0: It's okay. We're back. Back another week. My money line this week. The Houston Texans... Moneyline, I predict them to win against the Chicago Bears. Deshaun Watson should have won that game last week, if, it, if not for some unfortunate occurrences uh, at the end of the game. I think that man, Deshaun Watson, I think is an excellent quarterback, uh, especially for fantasy purposes. And I think he comes out hair on fire, and I think he, he looks extremely good uh, against the Chicago Bears defense, who is not bad, um, but I think he plays well, and I think he's going to beat the Chicago Bears this week. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is gonna, is gonna be hurt um, mentally, not not actually hurt. I don't wish that. <laughs> um, um, my second one: New York Jets covering thirteen and a half against the Seattle Seahawks. The the Jets aren't gonna win this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out in front of that. But the Seahawks defense is not good enough to stop the Jets from covering thirteen and a half points. Sam Darnold isn't the most atrocious quarterback I've ever seen in the in, in my young age of watching the NFL. Uh, I think he's going to be able to move the ball against that awful, awful Seahawks passing defense. And he'll be able to put up some points. They're not going to be able to stop him. And they're not going to win the game, but they will cover 13 and a half points pretty easy. Uh, it kind of convinced me last week when they were up against the Raiders. Uh, so, And then lastly, the Indianapolis Colts cover minus three uh against the oakland raiders again i don't think that i don't think this oakland raiders team isn't that good i think they peaked against uh the cleveland browns a couple weeks ago uh or you know in that stretch when they won three games you know when they Derek carr played the chiefs and looked great and then he played you know the browns and they, that stretch was their peak and i think they're on the decline uh josh jacobs i think is going to be out again that indianapolis, indianapolis colts defense is legit um and and they'll cover minus three I think pretty easily. Derek Carr just can't seem to hold on to the ball and I think we're seeing uh, a regression from him. You know I think John Gruden was getting the best out of him early in the season and I think it's reg- he's regressed unless he's playing the Chiefs. So um, I expect him to regress some more and the Indianapolis Colts defense to make enough plays to to uh, to cover minus three. Yeah I like those. And that's my money line. Bang. All right. Uh, what do we got left? another another kick to our sponsors and then we'll get on yeah we'll uh, do that
2: real quick all right drew with the okay, three more sponsors three more sponsors here today the uh the first uh, the show is brought to you today by dairy cows uh dairy cows and marty have a lot in common uh in common uh they're both strong mostly white and terrible at fantasy um it's also brought to you by small businesses uh they're a lot like marty and that they're charming community oriented and close for business come in Jan- december and january this year uh, and finally brought to you by Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, this is a world renowned artist and philosopher. Uh, he and Marty have something very important in common. Uh, neither of them made our fantasy football playoffs this year. Uh, thank you. Back to you, Michael.
0: Bang! Thank you. Thank you, Drew. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. It's,
2: it's really nice when we can get like a whole group of similarly interested businesses, um, mm-hmm. that like meet, match up with our, our vision here mm-hmm. at the podcast is really cool to get that together all in one spot today. So, thank you to all of our sponsors: um, small businesses, dairy cows, Leonardo da Vinci, all those people. Um, we just enjoy that. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you, Drew. You, I mean, you do so well with that. Honestly, you you really you really put the businesses out there, and, and, and yeah. you know, it's good. Um, I do my best. I'm I'm just here for the little guy, you know. Mm. It's excellent, really. So, so Drew, what do you want to you want to talk about first? You want to do you want to talk about last year's? Uh, you do you want to do last year's? Players? I think that's going to be the more
2: fun. Okay. Uh, mine's a little bit more, a uh, little, little more dense, but I think uh, equally interesting. Um, this is just a little bit of projecting some players that I think are going to have really excellent um, fantasy football playoffs. Um, this isn't necessarily most at this point, most fantasy football leagues trade deadlines have passed. Um, so these aren't guys you can go out and acquire, but um, kind of like a pat on the back for those uh, players that do have these guys. Um, and maybe some cautionary tales, some things if you're on in on the fence um, between a couple different guys. Um, this the fantasy football playoffs. This this is based on schedules. Um, so I went through and looked at some of the schedules for um, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and some tight ends as well. And a couple players I wanted to headline as guys that you, I think you can start um, with confidence throughout the fantasy football playoffs. Uh, the first one I wanted to highlight is uh, Justin Herbert. Um, Now, I know there's going to be some people that are a little bit turned off, uh, maybe a lot turned off by his performance last week, but I promise better things are coming. Uh, I'm assuming his mental health hasn't been uh, deteriorated by that beatdown. He gets Atlanta, Las Vegas and Denver, Uh, all defenses in the bottom half of the league in, in points allowed to the quarterback position. I think those are positions you can feel really good about. Um, another sneaky guy in there who I think is um, a really interesting streaming option at quarterback in the fantasy football playoffs is Philip Rivers. Um, he gets Las Vegas, Houston, and then he also gets an injured Pittsburgh team uh, in week 16. Um, I feel okay about starting him. Uh, he's played well for fantasy recently, um, and I feel good about that. Um, another guy, so this is the tough one um, for me, uh, the guy that maybe has – the second best schedule behind uh, Justin Herbert is Mitch Trubisky um, getting to play Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville. Um, those are really, really, really juicy matchups for a player that I really, 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 really don't like. <laughs> um, so uh, that's kind of a start at your own risk thing. A um, uh, kind of like a, a situation over talent maybe. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Mitch Trubisky, but if those matchups are so juicy and you're looking for options, maybe that's a, a direction to go. Yeah. Well, I...
1: We are a pro Mitch Trubisky podcast. I just would like to reiterate.
0: We are a pro Mitch Trubisky he's a, I'm yes. sure he's a
1: fine guy. Yes. He will be leading my dynasty team to glory. <laughs>
0: him Man. or
1: Cam Newton. I'm not sure who he is just yet.
0: Man, is that why you picked him up, the, the last waiver? Because you knew he had a nice – yeah, okay.
2: I, Michael, I needed something.
0: Okay, no, I'm yeah, just I was curious. looking for something. That's good, yeah. yeah. That's
2: good. This is this is another um, just kind of an interesting one, more of like a cautionary tale or um, something to look at. Uh, Matt Stafford has a very difficult uh, fantasy football playoff schedule. Uh, He has Green Bay, Tennessee and Tampa Bay. Um, Tennessee is not that scary right now. Their secondary especially isn't very good. Um, But Green Bay and Tennessee are top eight defenses Uh, against the quarterback position. Um, So if you have other options for Matt Stafford, especially in week 14, and if you're fortunate enough to make the championship, I might look elsewhere. Um, And this is a guy. Drew,
0: real quick. I'm sorry. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I mean, besides Tampa Bay, uh, they have a really good run defense, but Green Bay and Tennessee, their run defense isn't that great. So Mm -hmm. if DeAndre Swift is healthy, he's, you know, still not worried on that, but um, even Adrian Peterson, I think they'll probably choose to run the ball more. Um, So I Mm -hmm. think, you kind of look at a defense. Say, okay, they're not good in they're really not good in this area, but they're good in this area. So I think it just adds mm-hmm. to the 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 narrative there.
2: Certainly. Uh, one other guy I wanted to highlight: Josh Allen has a difficult uh, fantasy football schedule. This isn't a guy you're going to sit, but it's just something that I think is interesting. Um, he has Pittsburgh, uh, Denver, and then New England on your championship game. Uh, that's not a matchup that I necessarily want on my championship game, uh, but you start him anyway. He's too he's too good not to.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think you start Josh Allen no matter what.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, just some running backs. Go, go ahead, go.
0: No, I was just like, I, th- I mean, the 49ers' defense isn't what they were last year, but I, I still think they have a really nice linebacker, like coverage linebackers, and uh, mm-hmm. and and secondary as a whole. Like, I think they have a, just a good group in general. Um, and yep. he he absolutely destroyed them last week. So.
2: Yep. Um, just, uh, probably three running backs here or probably four running backs here that I wanted to highlight, uh, two guys that I think have excellent, um, playoff schedules here. Uh, Derek Henry actually has the best, uh, playoff schedule of any running back, uh, Jackson, uh, Jacksonville, uh, Detroit and green Bay, all very poor running defenses. Uh, that's a, I mean, he's automatic and is probably going to win some people, some leagues this year. Um, another great, there are two more great ones. Aaron Jones, awesome playoff schedule. Detroit, Carolina, Tennessee. That run defense in Tennessee isn't great. Carolina, Detroit are very suspect as well. That is good. I um, mean, we've alluded we've alluded to this before. Monty um, has a tough uh, tough run at it. Um, a guy who I'm really concerned about in the fantasy football playoffs, uh, Zeke. Um, I mean, he's been struggling obviously this year as well, but he has a tough schedule to go with it. Cincinnati, then San Francisco and Philly, um, who are both plus uh, running back um they, defenses you know, yeah
0: philly their their team isn't good but if they do have one bright spot is they are tough against the run i mean they mm-hmm. they're very tough against the run i think the only yep. team that's been really to be able to run on them is the browns and they have the best you know running game in i think in the league so
2: yep um just a couple a uh, couple wide receivers i'm going to throw out there uh keenan allen uh has a really easy schedule uh do, 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 do. um this is th- this is the one that I think is probably the most divisive for fantasy purposes uh Cincinnati has the best um, wide receiver friendly schedule of anybody in uh in football they get Dallas Pittsburgh and Houston which are all plus matchups for them um Tyler Boyd has been unbelievable recently T Higgins has scored a lot so those are players that if you're if you're looking for options the matchups are all there especially against Houston week si- week 16. Um, that's something to look at and then the final one I'll uh, go ahead
0: well real quick I mean I think you know you mentioned Tyler Boyd Boyd and T. Higgins um, you know I think of those two players I would assume that T. Higgins is probably more on uh, more on more people's playoff rosters just because he was a waiver wire ad in most Uh weeks you know would you start would you start him in flex like how comfortable do you feel does it does it need to be a Last ditch effort where um, you know you need a boom play and you don't have anyone else to fill the role. Or are you starting him over a guy like J- Jamison Crowder, for example?
2: I so Jamison Crowder is really interesting because the matchups the, that I like for Jamison Crowder are good at the same time the matchups for Boyd and Higgins are good. So f- weeks that's weeks fourteen and sixteen because I don't like. Even though Pittsburgh is a plus wide receiver matchup, I don't like him as much um, because I think they get to the quarterback so well, um, and the ball can't come out as easily as it would against maybe a Dallas or a Houston. Um, Jamison Crowder in those same weeks, however, gets Seattle and Cleveland, yeah. um, who are both uh, Cleveland's an ascending defense, but they're they're both suspect uh, against wide receivers. Um, I like Jamison Crowder in a PPR format better than both of those um, Boyd and Higgins. Um, but I would start Tyler Boyd in either week 14 or 16 in the flex.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. And then one other guy I'll mention, uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup um, week, uh, week 14 against new England, isn't great, but then they get the jets in Seattle. Uh, that's a really, really juicy matchup. So either fire up your Robert Woods and Cooper cup shares. Uh, that's hopefully taking you to a championship. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I got, Michael.
0: That's excellent, Drew. That was really good. That was really good. Matt, you got any comments on that? I, I, think, I think you touched it well. I agree with It's awesome, Drew. Okay. Nice. Okay, well, I think the last thing, uh, you know, we got uh, is is I just wanted to pl- to break down, you know, every year uh, ESPN sends out a list of the, the players that are on most people's uh playoff teams you know percent rostered on on other playoff teams right so basically these players are taking people to the playoffs and further um and i want to i want to talk about last year's list and i want to i want to you know do our predictions of who we think those players are this year so we'll start with the quarterbacks uh the two quarterbacks they mentioned last year were lamar jackson no surprise and russell wilson which is funny because I would assume that both those players are not going to be on very many people's playoff Mm. rosters this year. Uh, Russell probably would have been if he didn't kind of fall off a little bit at the end here. Um, Who who do you guys think is a quarterback that would be on most people's roster taking into account that, you know, if you take Patrick Mahomes with the first, you know, with the second round pick, then you're not really getting, you know, you get, obviously he's worth that, but you're not getting good value for him quote unquote. So.
2: I bet Josh Allen. I don't know what his ADP was, but he's probably up there. Yeah, he's the number three scoring quarterback right now. I feel like he probably had to pony up for Kyler, so I'm not going to say it's Kyler.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Kyler first as well, but then I think Kyler, again, he kind of dropped off similar to Russell Wilson last couple weeks. He's kind of, you know, if you're not putting up 20 points in a quarterback, you're not really getting an advantage there. As a quarterback, you need to be 20 to 30 pretty much every week to get that positional advantage.
2: You got Josh Allen uh, in, according to um, fantasy football calculator, his ADP was sixth round, fifth pick.
0: Yeah, that's good value. So now, what the diff- But what is the point differential between? Is I'm guessing Patrick Mahomes is the number one scoring fantasy asset. Yes, he yep, yeah. Yep. So, so I, I would probably say that he's probably on a lot of people's playoff teams.
2: It's a thirty point difference total.
0: Yeah, that, I mean that's good value. That's, a, that's yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that's a good you know. You get Josh Allen for the sixth round and he's putting up, you know, what, 30 points. That's two points less a week or something or three points less a week. So Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say I was I was also going to mention uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers uh, has the most passing touchdowns in the league. And I think it's probably maybe even some leagues he went undrafted. Um, So. You know that is excellent value, Drew. You know what what his scoring is. Uh...
2: His ADP was five hundred three. Oh, okay, wow. I, he mm-hmm.
0: he really did go. He went before Josh Allen. I th-
2: yeah. So I, I think I think what's really it th- well. Okay. So I think what's really interesting about this is that there's name recognition for Aaron Rodgers, where there might not be name recognition for Josh Allen um, in more casual fantasy circles. Sure. Um, which might sh- there's some. I bet there's some leagues that aren't aren't focus so much on the intricacies of fantasy football that see Aaron Rodgers and like, whoa, is he still on the board? I should probably take him pretty high. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Where I don't think Josh Allen has that same bang with the name. Um, he's getting
0: so,
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think if you're playing with a, a group of experienced players, I think there's a world where Aaron Rodgers probably fell fairly far in your draft. And if you got him late, um, he's been excellent. Yeah, yeah you're probably um, right.
1: I mean, I feel like, I feel like, I, I especially feel like this year he would have fell. I mean, I bet, you know? what was his ADP?
2: Eight? Five, 503. Wow. That's what I just said. Yeah. Holy crap. I missed it. That's that what league. I was saying. So I, I think there's some leagues, especially for like more casual ESPN leagues where, Um, somebody saw on Aaron Rodgers and took him early where they might not have been following how certain players are ascending and descending. And I think there was a narrative about Josh Allen as well last year um, that he was just an inaccurate quarterback and a run first quarterback and those types of things. And um, I I mean, it's easy to look back in hindsight and say, wow, Josh Allen has just been incredible this year. And how could anyone not draft him high? But I mean, there is a world where. Um, I mean, he, I think it, before this year, he had never fr- was it three thousand yards he had never thrown for. Like he, I mean, he was had just had not thrown for a large um, passing yard total ever in his career before this year. So, um, Josh Allen, heck of a player, but maybe not on the radar in the same way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think good. Yeah. So, so, so where are we at? Josh Allen, um, yep. Aaron Rodgers, and then I would probably assume most people have Patrick Mahomes, but maybe not that that value that we're looking at here.
2: Yeah, Herbert as well, maybe. Uh,
0: Herbert is QB. Herbert is – he's currently QB eight. Yes, and he didn't play the first couple games. The only problem is I think some people are going to get a little salty at him uh, just because, you know, that last week a lot of teams that are on the fringe need that last win to get them in, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And since he kind of put up a dud at the end, I think people will have a sour taste in their mouth when they're talking about Justin Herbert the rest of the year. Um, but yeah, I would. So, I, but I would assume that he is on. He, he's a good chunk as well.
1: Mm-hmm. well I mean, you, you'd have to think that you can make the assumption with Herbert that he was real. He was realistically probably one of those guys because a lot of people in the fantasy community will go and say, "I don't. I'm. I'm going to just draft position. I'm pretty much going to punt on the quarterback position and hope Matt Ryan's going to throw for five thousand yards in round 14. So that being said, there's probably teams that there are probably fantasy GMs out there that loaded up on all the skill positions. And then we're potentially able to get that diamond in the rough, a of quarterback off waivers, yeah. to propel to yeah. victory with already a very strong team. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I know, and there's a, I know there's a lot of fantasy GMs to do that. I'm one of those GMs. I'm just the fool with Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz, <laughs> is, is sitting here hoping is, is sitting here with four, or two, four quarterbacks on my dynasty roster going into the playoffs, hoping I could pick one of them correctly.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good I point.
1: Bet, I would I would I would make a bet that Justin Herbert's on a fair amount. Of money.
0: That's a good point. He is a great quarterback, man. He's on my dynasty team. I can't wait to have that discussion in the the offseason.
2: He was the best player in the draft, and I always said so. Go back and check the tape.
0: Okay, moving on to running backs. So last year, the top running backs, no surprise, uh, CMC, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and Aaron Jones were the top running backs. Staples. I'm going to throw out two names that I would guess this year. Uh, Alvin Kamara, because he is the RB1. And then mm-hmm. James Robinson, because you got him for literally nothing, and he's been a top five running back. Yep. Um, Matt, do you have any other thoughts of, of running backs that you would see on that list?
1: Um, maybe Mike Davis.
0: Mike, da- that's another good. Mike one. Davis mm-hmm. is probably
1: again. There's coming from firsthand experience. There there were CMC owners that were probably too prideful to pick him up. And he probably went to a decent team that probably propelled that team. I don't know if it's going to win you a championship, but it sure it sure helped yeah. I, I you get there.
0: Yeah, we're talking about then, playoff players that are on a playoff roster, right? Yeah,
1: I would say Dalvin Cook too. I mean, he's had a fan. The fact that the fact that Kamara is still holding, I don't. I want to know the point totals because I feel like Dalvin has to be creeping it's up close. On the I think
0: corner. I think it's about a fifteen point difference last I checked. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean it's got to be close. So, I mean if it's if you're looking if you're looking at Kamara, then Dalvin's got to be right in right in there as well. I mean he only missed a week and a bye.
0: I was he also got, even the
1: game. He got hurt. He was really good.
0: I was also going to say Antonio Gibson, uh, because again another top ten running back. You got pretty cheap. Uh, I know some people were taking him late in the later the rounds, but um, you know, you got that value in the be- middle of the year. Uh, he he had a couple nice, week winning games. Um, now that he's hurt, you know, obviously that's a little tough. But um, I feel like I
1: I might rebuttal against that one because I feel like. Okay, so you saw Mike, with Mike Davis, you saw him come in for Christian McCaffrey and he lit it up right away. It's like, oh, wow, Christian McCaffrey's super good and this guy did really well. This is probably going to work. I feel like a lot of GMs with with Antonio Gibson were probably skeptical oh. and were too afraid to actually talk. It, like, yeah. they probably didn't reap the full reward because it, it probably took a while to like, okay, I trust this guy. Yeah. Let's do this. I mean, yeah, yeah and, and, yes, and there's some leagues that yeah, it's what you got. As I mean, you you I mean the way the the way this running back landscape's been this year, I might be dead wrong because I think about things in terms of a dynasty perspective, where some of the running backs are weighted a bit differently. But yep. like in a redraft, maybe the way the landscape's been, yeah, maybe you just maybe if to play them out of default, so maybe I'm dead wrong. No man, Depending I, th- I default, think I
0: think you play. are right. I think because you're right. Mike Davis was more of like, okay, one week, oh, he's he's putting up 20 points. Uh, he's a plug and play. Forget about it. I think Antonio Gibson was probably a couple weeks he was left on the bench. Um, because yep. again, mm-hmm. you got him later in the rounds. He might not, he might not be your RB two. He might be your RB four or five and you know, uh, he's producing, you just don't really trust him to, to play. Right. So I think that's a, that's a, definitely a fair argument against him. Um, I think Derrick Henry as well, of course, you know, he, he has had another really great season and he's been able to put up a full season of, of solid play. um, You know, and he's your first-round pick, you're going to play him every week. So I think as far as reaping the benefits every week, Derrick Henry was a player, consistent, um, knew what you're going to get. So I would assume that he's probably on a a fair amount of playoff teams as well. All right, so last year, wide receivers, I thought this list was the best. Um, Michael Thomas, of course, he had that uh, record-breaking year. Uh, Chris Godwin, who has sadly just not been able to take that next step, uh, whatever, multitude of reasons. Brashad Perryman. Wow, what a name. (laughs) What a name. That's not real, is it? It is, it is. And and honestly, can we just take a second? to Famous Jameis just made everybody around him turn to gold. I mean, gosh, Mm -hmm. I would love to see that guy get another chance. Um,
2: Absolutely electric.
0: And then the last one is A.J. Brown. Of course, he had that amazing Mm -hmm. rookie year. Everything he touched turned to a, a big gain, so... Um, those are the four I thought, and I thought it was interesting because of those four, I would say are probably a not, are none of them are on a playoff roster besides maybe AJ Brown. Um, mm-hmm. maybe, I mean, but he didn't have that. I mean, he obviously put up a bunch of touchdowns and 20 point consecutive, uh, weeks, but I don't know if he was, he was good enough to get you to the playoffs by himself. You know, he
2: didn't get me to the playoffs last year. Yeah. There's a, com- there's a common theme in
1: that list.
0: Sure. What there
1: was it? there was one true outlier. Like Michael Thomas had a record-setting outlier season, uh-huh. and the rest of those player, the rest of those guys were guys that emerged late and/or were rookies that you probably didn't have to pony up that much to get mm-hmm. but ended up paying off for you. It's not mm-hmm. it, like it just seems like it, that. That's where that se- that's where it seems very likely that a team that was already good. Oh. Was able to get a hold of these players because realistically, mm-hmm. Rashad Parriman, Rashad, the Rashad Perriman story happened once. Yeah, I, got, like, I, I believe that. Whole, I believe all three of them. Like, I mean, Godwin was injured. Evans yeah, was in. That was late
0: last year. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and AJ Brown took form, but like, you know, for a fact, you didn't have to pony up much to get him. Yeah, I mean, I mean me. if you to remember, he was on waivers. You know, I, that that's the story.
0: So, so who who are the who are the? I mean, okay, so who is your one? Like, is it Devonte Adams? Is he the one that? That, yeah, he's the wide that's receiver got, one. It's close, but it, I well, think it's, it's easy. That's got to be Tyreek Hill. No,
2: I think Devontae Adams on, on your on your on your roster this year that's getting you to the playoffs. Dude, it has to be Devonte Adams. Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams he, didn't play in all the games, and Tyreek is the wide receiver one right now. Well, I know, but you have to think what what's what's Tyreek Savage points. Can you can you look it up for me like really fast? Twenty two point nine. Okay, Devontae's one. is higher, but he's also averaging over twenty two points, and he's played in every game. Yeah, I mean I, I I don't know. I feel I mean I'm
1: I guess as a, I guess as a fantasy as if if I was a fantasy GM, I would if there's one player that I think is gonna go out there and out can outperform
2: Tyreek Hill this year on a week to week basis. Sure, but easy. the but the point is that it's it got you to the playoffs, right? And Tyreek Tyreek has had one game at 5.5, one game at fourteen point eight. And then every other game has been above fifteen point six, including a fifty-seven point week. Yeah.
0: Well, since I don't know. I still ride
2: with it. I I, I ride with Adams because I feel because I feel like it's a certainty. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that I wouldn't play. I, I'm not saying Tyreek Hill should be played over Devonte Adams or that Devonte Adams is not the superior week to week fantasy asset. I'm saying that of, of guys that got you here. Because Tyreek has played in more games and has been more consistent in that way, that he's the guy that got us. That got okay, you. Okay, yeah.
1: for the sense, of, for this form, in this sense, of, in the sense of this argument, sure.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'll, okay. I'm good with that.
0: And I think that kill you got for a little bit cheaper. I mean, not much, but a little bit cheaper as well.
2: Yeah. Other guys, Keenan Allen has to be yeah. on that list. He fell. Uh, Justin Jefferson Justin, is on that oh. list. Justin Jefferson's my big one, man. Justin he's Jefferson, probably. For sure. Stephon Diggs fell. I think. Yep. I think
0: DK Metcalf. I. I you got him what? Yep. The yep. fifth round. It was probably those guys. Yes. So uh who say? Oh, I got to step away for one second. Yeah, me uh, yeah. DK Metcalf, uh, Justin Jefferson, um, mm-hmm. Keenan Allen. Yep. Here's this, here's a sneaky one.
2: This Diggs? is really interesting. Maybe Diggs. Yeah, Diggs is the, Diggs is wide receiver five right now. Yeah. One, two, three, there was four. There's a lot five. of yeah. really
0: good receivers that went late, man. I mean. Really excellent receivers. This is a very unique
2: year. You want to talk about an excellent receiver that went late? Robert Woods is wide receiver 10 right now, averaging 16.6 points a game. I mean, like, you got him later in drafts. Yes. I mean, he's he's an unbelievable player. And like we mentioned before, has a really nice playoff schedule as well. I I bet, I mean, if you're trotting at – if you're in the in the good have the good fortune of picking up, say, a Devonte Adams early, and Robert Woods late, and trotting out both those guys as your wide receiver one and two, uh, or even I mean, if you're really lucky and he really fell in your leagues, if Robert Woods fell to your like flex option, I mean, like you're you're in a really 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 good spot there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think my big one was Justin Jefferson and DK. Because yeah. I think DK's ADP sure. was like fifth round. And mm-hmm. he's – is he is he the wide receiver one or no? DK? He No, oh, he's the rece- – he is the most receiving yards. He's three. He's three, yeah. And yeah, he's most receiving yards. He's wide receiver three on the Yeah, year. That's just excellent value. I mean his ADP mm-hmm. next year will probably be in the second – it'll probably be in the second round. It'll probably be yeah. like – uh, you know, Devontae and Hopkins and, and DK, that's probably where he's gonna end up. Uh, so Will
2: Fuller was there pre uh, pre suspension,
0: oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right, on to the tight ends now. Uh, last year, <laughs> the two tight ends were uh, Darren Waller and Mark Andrews. So, of those mm. two, Mark Andrews obviously. He had that nice ADP third round. I said, stay away. And of course uh, I was right again. No, uh, Mark <laughs> Andrews has not had a good year. He's been injured. It's just been tough. Um, you, you spent the ADP on him for the third round. He's not delivered at all. But Darren Waller, um, he, he I think he's he's a crossover. I think he's, you know, he got people to the playoffs last year. People didn't buy into it. His ADP was still, you know, relatively low. And I mean, not, not extremely low, but you got him fourth, fifth round. Um, and I think he's been outstanding. I mean, really outstanding. If you want to talk about a tight end one, tight end two, uh, you know, guy that can somewhat match Travis, what Travis Kelsey's doing, Darren Waller's that that dude.
1: Just yep. to jump in quickly because I was away. Um, Yeah, I mean, it, it was easy to see the t- I mean, yes, Travis Kelsey this year has surefire been nothing short of spectacular. But you had to pony up and get him. I mean, and I mean. He's. Just, I wouldn't say. I mean, yeah. Like Michael said, he's probably the player that, to this point, with George Kittle being injured, the only one that could probably, the only tight end that you could trot out there and hope. Yeah. To probably match
2: Travis Kelsey. Yeah,
0: that's it.
1: And that's it. I mean, it, it feels like there's tier one. There's tier two. He's like tier. He, he's the tier two, and then it's off a cliff.
0: It's a. It's, 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 it's. No idea what you're gonna get. It's a wasteland, and I think that's. A big, big reason – you know, like like I said, last year's list was Darren Waller and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews was the guy that no one expected, and he had a really nice year, and he helped people to get to the playoffs. Besides, besides Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey, there's not a tight end, I think, that you can say, oh, yeah, he helped me get to where I am.
2: Do you guys have any guesses on who the tight end three is without looking? Uh, Hawkinson. Tanyan. It's Hawkinson. Wow. Tanyan's four.
0: Wow. That's yeah, narc. Hawkinson. Uh, what a wasteland. So, and, and,
2: any, uh, any guesses on the difference in average points per game between uh, TJ Hawkinson and Travis Kelsey? Just tell me. Five. It's eight. Ah, wow. I, I Eight-point di- eight difference between the one and three. I would say Tanya. Travis Kelsey, she had like 21. 20 points even. Shoot, it's priest. I would say and Tanya. Hawkinson's probably. at 12.1. Wow.
0: I would say Tanyan is probably a player that is going to be on, you know, a, a fair amount of playoff teams. Cause again, you got, you got him for nothing, you know, and he yep. was a tight end four, and you know, that's.
1: It's everything I thought, everything I hope Joe Sternburner would be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, all right. And uh, the last, last name on the list, uh, for some reason they had a flex, uh, you know, player, I don't know. The only name they listed was Austin Eckler. Of course, he had that magical RB3, right, season last yeah. year. Uh, Melvin Gordon was hurt. It was three, I, I believe. Um, it was excellent. Yeah. Um,
1: you know what you know Austin Eckler's not doing?
2: Playing not... in our fantasy football playoffs. Bang! <laughs> Because Marty owns them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think for that flex, you could really fit in any of the guys that we, we talked about before. The r- athletes. Athlete, yeah. So that, that's a list. Uh, no, you know, I, I mean, they didn't talk about fantasy defense or anything. I don't think there's been a really dominant fantasy defense. Last year you saw New England, you saw San Francisco the year before was Chicago Bears. I don't think you really saw a dominant fantasy defense. I don't even know who the, the defense one is this year. The um, New
1: England Patriots last year spearheaded me oh, yeah. to a playoff in a, yeah. in a league. Like, yeah. I mean, it won me weeks. It, it, it won you those knockout, drag out, middle of the season weeks that put you on top, that put you to where you needed to be. Yeah, like, like, it was, it was insane what they were doing.
0: Last Maybe year. the Steelers, is the Steelers defense won, or the it is one. Yeah, yeah. Steelers, Steelers defense is well, one.
1: It's not. So, it's not Patriots
0: last year. No, it's not. no it's, Steelers have close. only.
2: This, the Steelers have only scored, I believe it's a hundred and twenty seven points all year.
0: How many? Did, how, how many did um, they score? Last that, year? I
2: think they scored like two hundred.
0: I honestly think they scored over two hundred.
2: I, I can tell you right now, it's yeah, it's two twenty-five. Yeah,
0: Woo! it was disgusting what they did last year. Um,
2: the this the, the uh. So the Steelers defense averaged eleven points last year. They're averaging ten this year. The Patriots defense averaged fourteen points a game last year. That's
0: nuts. With, I mean, I got destroyed a couple times last year by the, the Patriots defense, so I know firsthand. Yeah. Um 25 interceptions. Kickers. I got to give a shout out to the young man. Koo. Yeah, yo- what a yo- guy. Young, young. What is it? How do you say Young. Young Koo. Young, say- young Ho Koo. Young Ho Koo, young, man. Yeah,
1: Young Ho Koo. If we're doing this, Rodrigo Blankenship, we okay. have some tender love and care on this list.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll give him some tender love and care. Rodrigo, hot rod. He's
2: the kicker six. Hot rod.
0: I told my dad about, you know, I talked to my dad about, you know, we used to watch, I swear, me and my dad used to watch the hot rod kick for Georgia when I was like 12 years old. I swear this man <laughs> is his, like, I grew up with him kicking, and he's he's only a rookie. I don't know. I think he's. Like he, was like he
1: was like that one Ohio State kicker that was on the team for like eight years. I
0: swear that's I watched him. One, I think it was 94. The dude was on the team for forever. I, I guess I swear I watched this man kick for Georgia when I was 12. I mean, I think we're the same age, too. I just <laughs> – I think he's like Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I think that's about it, man. I think that's about – wraps up the show. Um, appreciate everyone sticking around here until the end. Yeah. Uh, Again, we're live here every Wednesday talking fantasy football here on Twitch, twitch twitch.tv backslash fantasy football pals live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, You know, we we always upload our audio onto uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts wherever you hear your podcast. You can hear us. Enjoy your fantasy football playoffs. Good luck to everybody listening. And again, we'll be here next Wednesday. Talk to you then. Enjoy. If I, lose
1: the play, if, we, if I lose in the playoffs, I'm not going to be here on Wednesday, Wes. <laughs> just call it – we'll call it my – we'll call it my – You may
2: – you had – you had the stones to come on here and make fun of Marty for mourning. And then you're going to leave the episode saying that you're not going to join if you lose in the playoffs. Well, it's my title defense. You have to mourn a title <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I'm Marty got lose... bounced in the first round last like year. I'm defending a title. Matt, I have a feeling if you lose at every single advertising – Like every single advertising agency is going to be reaching out to me to do all kinds of readings about the things and how you lost. Okay. Well, will that not happen if I show up? Uh, It's going to happen either way. (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll figure
0: figure out if I'm here. Hope to see you guys next week. Next week. Thanks for everyone for standing by. Talk to you guys. Thanks
2: for holding the show hostage, Matt. That's nice of you. Enjoy Enjoy your football.